First and foremost, I want everybody to take a deep breath and relax, okay? I feel like my eyes sticking to one side of my brain and shit. You know what I mean? Go to bed, Okay, my name is Taylor Dunn. Y'all keep it going. You are now listening to the Mac Daddy Seminar, motherfucker. <laughs> What's cracking, pimps? What's going on? And welcome to episode 55 of the Mac Daddy Seminar. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Dunn. And if you're wondering, why does it look like he's sitting on the floor of his bedroom and uh, he picked the worst possible camera angle to film his podcast? It's because I have. (laughs) Now, honestly, uh, I was scheduled to do a podcast with somebody else today. And Basically, I wasn't able to do it with him today, and I set everything up, and yeah, I just said, fuck it, I'll just do it from what I've got, but you know what, I got sweet fucking angles on my double chin, though, you know, I look like a stocky boy here, I look like a fucking Russian gymnast in this tank top I got on, Yeah, I'm, I'm working on this double chin, though. Your boy is uh, trying the one meal a day diet. And for those of you that don't know what that is, uh, you pretty much just starve yourself uh, for like 18 hours a day, 19, 20 hours a day. And then you just get to eat whatever the hell you want to for one meal. I just started it today. I said I'm on the diet, but I just started it today and I'm starting to feel pretty fucking hangry. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens because, uh, I'm trying to get right before I come back to Alabama in May, which is pretty much the, you know, Pretty much the only thing that we have to look forward to at this point is, uh, you know, trips back to the United States. And when I say that, I mean, um, you know, I I don't want to go into that whole spiel again, and I'm just not going to. But California is just not operating like uh, pretty much anywhere else. And that's what I'm going to leave that with. Uh, But it is getting better. I will admit it is getting a bit better. Um, Disneyland is set to open April 30th. It's the first time in over a year that Disneyland has been allowed to open. And uh, they're only doing it like 15%. And you got to be a California resident to go in. And it's all this bullshit. I mean, there's going to be a line of people out the dam, up the interstate trying to get in there. Because people love it. You know, I mean, we love it. We love Disney, you know, and uh, a lot of people ask me, they're like, why do you, you know, why do you insist on taking your family on vacations there? Because like me and my wife, we, uh, we went for our honeymoon and uh, I think I've actually talked about that on a earlier episode. I apologize if it's hard to hear me because these headphones aren't producing any audio like i said this is just a test run i just figured fuck it i'll just put the episode on youtube as well 
Um, but yeah, we go to we went to Disney for our honeymoon, and then we didn't go back again until my daughter's third birthday, and we had such a good time that I was like, you know what, we're going to start going at least once a year. And we went for our third birthday and we went for our fourth birthday. We actually went to Disneyland here in California. And then uh, we would have gone for her fifth birthday. However, uh, you know, the God King Gavin Newsom said, no, we're not allowing anybody to do anything fun. And uh, yeah, so we didn't get to go for our fifth birthday, but we came back to Alabama and we had a great fucking time. So much fun that we're going to do it again in the summertime when you can actually go out on the boat. That's why I'm wearing this right now because we're about to go out to the beach today because it's finally warm enough in Southern California, if you can fucking believe that, to actually go out on the beach because because your boy is cold natured. Like I walk around shivering and cold and, uh, you know, I, I mean... I don't know if you've ever been in the water in the Pacific, but if that shit is bone chilling. And uh, if you sit right there on the beach and that wind that gets kicked up, uh, it will freeze your ass to death. So now it's finally started to get warm enough to actually go out there and sit down and not be shivering. Cause we went like a week ago and they, we were out there like 20 minutes and we put our shirts back on because we were cold, you know? But, uh, yeah, what is new? Let's see. Uh, I started listening to a lot more country music lately, which, uh, you know, I've... Growing up in the South, you know, you're always pretty much listening to country music no matter where you go and sometimes that can kind of cause you to not like it as much and then as I got to be a teenager I was like I don't want to listen to country music anymore and you know I kind of got away from it and now as I'm getting older I'm starting to enjoy it a lot more I started listening to a particular artist name is uh, Morgan Wallen perhaps you've heard of him uh this always happens where I start to like somebody and then I Google them and I realize, oh, there's this huge scandal because he said a racial slur and uh, they're trying to cancel him now. And that's pretty much anybody that I've liked in a long time is, oh, well, they did this and they're getting canceled. The, the list of people that are getting canceled is getting shorter by the minute. Now it's going to be, okay, well, these five people haven't been canceled and that's the only people that, you know, we're going to put in any movies or give any of our advertisement dollars to or anything like that. Whereas everybody else is just kind of going underground and doing their own thing. And uh, look, I'm not defending what he did. Like, don't get me wrong like i don't think anybody should just be outside screaming racial slurs by any means but um you know 
at what point do we go, hey, you know, he was really drunk. I mean, yeah, that was stupid, but, you know, I mean, people, I mean, look at what Walt Disney has been accused of, and there's millions of people that visit those parks and watch Disney Plus. Nobody's trying to cancel Walt Disney. And if you don't, if you don't have any idea what I'm talking about, just Google Walt Disney conspiracy theories and your head will explode. But, you know, the Disney company's got plenty of my money. I think we just got to separate, you know, hey, this person might not have made the best choices or done the smartest thing at one point. But on the other hand, I'm a really big fan of their art, so to speak. You know, anytime somebody gets canceled, you know, my wife's like, you know, if you were to continue doing stand up and you started to get some fame from it and you actually started to get big, I say continuing to do stand up because right now where we live, there's only one comedy club that's open. I haven't been to it yet but I'm going. I've just been kind of getting the getting the disco back in my blood, if you will, to uh, get get back into the groove of things. But anyway, what the fuck was I talking about? Yeah, she asked me, you know, if you were to get canceled, what would, uh, you know, what would you do? like to avoid being canceled because I've done stuff in my past that I'm not proud of. Trust me. I won't go into detail, but uh, you know, there's stuff that I look back at now as a 27 year old dad. And I'm like, wow, that was really fucking stupid of me. And if I ever started to get famous in any way, shape or form, I would probably just have to come because that's what seems to beat this whole cancel culture thing is if people beat them to the punch and it doesn't happen very often sometimes people do stuff and then once people find out about it it's too late no they got canceled and you don't hear about them for a while like one of my you know i talked about it on like two episodes ago one of my favorite comedians in the past five years, favorite podcasters, the inspiration to start this podcast, uh, he got canceled because, you know, people found out that he was allegedly talking to underage girls on Instagram. And now he, he was gone for eight months and he came back. And it's like, you know, as soon as that happened, as soon as like he was being canceled, I was like, the best thing he could do right now is just come right out and lay it all out there on the table. Like, hey, this is what happened. Yada, 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 yada. Because there were several people right in that same frame with him that got accused of stuff too, like Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz. I mean, a lot of these podcasters and comedians that I like to listen to, and uh, they all, they didn't skip a beat. They were just like, okay, this is what happened. Um, you know, and everybody just left them alone. So I don't know. The main thing that I want people to start to understand is that, you know, terrible things happen. 
There's not a whole lot we can do to stop them. Uh, and you can plug that with anything that's happened in the past two or three years. My issue with everything, and this is a completely bipartisan take on everything, is a lot of this shit is just blown up out of proportion because they know they can get you to argue about it. That's what blows my mind is there are people that I'm friends with on Facebook or Instagram or anything that will spend hours arguing with somebody on social media about something trying to educate them when in reality they have no fucking clue what they're talking about. Nobody does. And they're just arguing. But who wins in that whole argument? It's the people who posted the story. That was the whole idea of it. If I post an article and I'm like, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are racist. People are going to argue about that. Because for one, it's so stupid that it's going to get shared a million times. Like I'm starting to see, like, I think I'm starting to look behind the curtain at how everything works. I'm not like saying I'm a genius or anything like that. So don't mix around my words, but like something will get posted. Like we'll say peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are racist. And then you'll, see that article get shared a million times and then people are like these liberals have lost their minds you know and then people will defend it like no we don't care about this type of thing whatsoever it's just i don't know the point i'm trying to make i'm just talking off the top of my head because i don't have any notes in front of me today because i was planning on doing a podcast with somebody who canceled so i'm just talking off the top of my head fuck it I'm really hungry. I swear to God, I could eat one of these pillows laying on the bed next to me right now. Probably tastes better than anything I've gotten at a fast food restaurant here in the past couple of days. Speaking of which, um, some of these fast food restaurants, especially here in California, y'all have to fucking do better. Okay, because I'm talking about fast food restaurants, but I'm, you know, built like a refrigerator i'm working on it okay (laughs) uh yeah the dad bod action is strong i'm trying to get i'm trying to get uh my wife's my wife's doing fantastic with this because like when we said hey we're gonna go back to alabama in may that was the whole uh like thing to work towards like hey let's get in like fucking great shape before we go back, because we're going to be going out on the boat and shit like that. I was like, hey, let's get back and let's get like really good shape. And this guy, this is like the reward at the end of it. And uh, dude, my wife has been on a roll. Like she's been eating right, drinking a lot of water and exercising. And then there's my dumb ass who I'll do it for like two days. And then I, on the third day, I'm like, ah, I think I'm just going to go to McDonald's for lunch. And that'll fuck up the rest of my week. Or 
I'll drink a Coke or some shit. And then I'm just like, well, fuck it. I'll just have 17 Oreos when I get home. And I won't run for three days because it's cold out. You know, I'm such a bitch when it comes to being cold. I could never live in like Alaska or something because God, I would just be a fat slob, dude. Whatever. But yeah, um, dude, I don't even know what I was talking about. Yeah, I, I think Morgan Wallen is a great singer, and you know, I hope he continues to make music. God, I would do anything to go listen to somebody play music live. <sighs> That's what's been the craziest thing about all of this is like, it's like being grounded, just living here. You know, like, yeah, we got the beach. Like, all the touristy type stuff has kind of been open, like going to see the beach or going to the zoo, and, you know, going to shit. Like, now you can go out to eat. That's fine. But, you know, the stuff that people that live here like to do, we did all that like a month after we moved here. So now, like, the stuff that you would normally do as being a resident of the place you live, all of that shit is closed. And not to mention, I can't even get the fucking vaccine. They're, start, they're saying, like, oh, well, you know, we're going to open it up to people who are, you know, 15 and older starting April 1st. And it's like, well... I'm in the military, so I have to wait until they tell me that I can get it. And I told them, like, I'll get it. Not because I'm like, oh, yes, I want the vaccine because I, I believe it'll make me safer or anything like that. I really don't care. Like, the military shoots me with so many vaccines. I'm probably immune to fucking Ebola for all I know. I went to boot camp when Ebola was happening. I remember walking around, and when you go to boot camp, you just walk in like a line, like a conveyor belt with your sleeves rolled up and you just walk down the line and they're like, this is your tetanus shot. This is hepatitis B. This is this, this is this, this is this. And you just walk through a line getting all these fucking shots. You get like 15 shots in your arm. It's just like you walk around and you got 75 of those little uh, circular band-aids all over your arm. And then when you get to the end, they give you a fat-ass shot of penicillin. And for all of my military bubbas that listen to this podcast, correct me if I'm fucking lying. But I'm going to tell you right now, that was the worst, most painful shot I've ever gotten in my damn life. Okay? Because you walk to the end, so you get all these shots in your arm, and, you know, they're like the flu shot. They're not that bad. Nobody really likes getting shots, but I mean, as you get older and as you get used to it being in the military, you know, you're just like, fuck it. You just get these shots. But when you get that penicillin shot, there's a reason they call it the peanut butter shot. Okay. Because, dude. So you, so this is what, how it happened. Uh, you walk into this room and you got all of your, your buddies from your division in boot camp. And they all are like, you know, sitting around this table. Like they're not sitting, they're standing. The table's like up to here, right? 
and uh, the the doctors, the corpsmen are walking around, and you know what's about to happen because you've heard people in other divisions say like, "Hey, when you get to the end and you get around that table, that's when the fucking peanut butter shot is coming." And uh, they're like, "All right, go ahead, drop your drawers, expose your right butt cheek." You're like, all right. And you're just like, you're looking at the dude across from you and everybody's got their pants down around their ankles and their underwear is just like cocked to the side and you got, they, you got your right ass cheek out. And he comes up behind you and he's like, don't flinch, don't tense up. This is your shot. And dog it feels like he's putting a damn sword in your butt cheek and then they push that pump down and it's just like you can feel the medicine doing like this because it's thick and i just remember i was i was holding my buddy's hand and looking into his eyes and i was like oh because i was the first person in line to get it and they were like shut up shut the fuck up And because it freaked everybody else on the line out. They were all like, oh, no, you know. And then you have to walk, march back to your barracks. And it's six degrees outside because this is Chicago. So you're limping, marching to a cadence, you know, with a fucking jar of peanut butter in your right ass cheek. It was good times, man. Yeah. I love telling people that story. Cause they're just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, that's what I did for some money and some financial security. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know how long I've been recording this. I'm doing this all through zoom. Even the audio is all through zoom. So if it sounds a little bit different, I have a microphone right here. Like I said, I'm trying to test out new ways of doing this. I'm even doing this on my new computer. It's not my computer. It was my dad's computer that I got after he passed away. I don't, I don't think I really uh, went into too much detail about that. Um, I know I've, I talked about it in a long post that I put on Facebook, but uh, I really haven't talked about it too much on here and uh you know i won't go into full detail i mean if you're really curious i'll i'll tell you privately you know and most of my close friends know exactly what happened but um yeah i just i don't know i guess uh to me i always imagined that that would happen with him and I guess uh, I don't know I just imagine I'd be older you know like I figured I'd have a little bit more time to kind of get right with him you know you know you see all these movies where like these people grow up not having a relationship with their father and then they get 
older and they find out that they're going to pass away. And then that's like, you know, it's like they have a second chance to kind of reconnect before they pass. And I didn't, I didn't get that. And some of that was, you know, some of that was on me. And now, you know, that it's happened. Uh, what can you do about it? You know? And that's just kind of the way I look at it. You know, I'm sorry to kind of get on a morbid note, but this is just me talking off the top of my head. And, you know, that's kind of how it is. One of the positive things that came from it, I got to visit with my sister and her husband, which I haven't seen them in years. And that was so nice going back to see them. And to be honest with you, uh, to me, it was kind of like a, a time to do a fresh start for myself and kind of, you know, like, all right, this has happened. And, you know, I don't know. I kind of looked at it as like I needed a break from how things were out here in California. Just because it's so fucking, I mean, you've listened to the previous episodes and it is just so fucking exhausting. Just the constant, like, are we still playing this game? And I say playing this game because no other fucking state is handling it like this. And it just gets so exhausting. And you don't really even have anything else to talk about. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, I go to work and I come home. And now that things are finally starting to look better, it's like people are afraid to open. So that's why it's, and it really puts you in this mind state of like, damn, this shit is just not ending here. So, you know, you just, you make do with what you have and you hope for the best. And, you know, but I use that situation that happened with my father as kind of like, okay, this is the diving off point. I'm about to get more serious about writing. I'm going to, you know, get into better shape. And uh, by the summertime, I want to, you know, kind of see some fulfillment in myself. And it's just been tough, man. Like, it sounds like a first world problem because it kind of is like, yeah, everybody's taken care of. Everybody's eating. You know, we got the tax return, stimulus checks. So money isn't a thing. But trying to just jumpstart yourself into being more motivated and actually you know, getting stuff done. It's tough, man. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. And, you know, it's not that, you know, and I've talked to my wife about this and I even have a buddy who's kind of going through something similar. And it's like, you're depressed in the sense that you just have no motivation. That's why I haven't been really up to date on a lot of these podcast episodes. And I've sounded so lethargic on a previous episodes. You know, I haven't been on top of myself making myself record these. And 
you know, it, when it comes to writing, like you just wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, what's the fucking point, man? You know, I could write a brand new set and I'm not going to be able to go perform it anywhere. But that shouldn't be something that stops me from doing it because eventually we will leave California. You know, and that's pretty much the exciting thing at this point. You know, uh, I, I said at the beginning of the episode, I wasn't going to talk all about this, but I have. So basically, the point I'm trying to make is, uh, you know, I'm trying to do better. You know, I know I have people that support me and look forward to comedy videos. And even though it's just a couple of you, you have no idea how much I appreciate that support. I'm trying to work on putting something together, not just for you guys, but for me. Because when I have, even if it's just five minutes, when I have like a little body of work put together and I get to go perform it for people, like I'll tell you guys this and I'll, uh, I'll, probably just go ahead and wrap up the episode um you know i haven't done stand-up since i was in alabama back in november uh there have been opportunities here uh but it's all been outside prominently one of the main places to go do stand-up here in san diego is a club that's downtown and i have nothing but respect for the club you know they defied the governor's orders pretty much the entire time they stayed open they paid their employees even when they had to move outside on the sidewalk you know they still put on shows they had headliners come down and do shows like and i didn't go down to watch any because to be honest with you downtown looks like fucking gotham like i went a couple of months ago and it is just trash everywhere homeless people everywhere and it's really sad because san diego was such a beautiful city but aside from that i haven't wanted to go down there and do a three to five minute open mic simply because you know i was hearing stories of like oh when you're up there trying to talk there's ambulances and homeless people running up to you like i think somebody even got attacked while they were up there and but at the same time, that's the excuse I gave myself not to go. So I didn't, I didn't write anything down. I didn't, you know, I didn't come up with really any new jokes. And uh, I did a couple of Zoom shows, but it's just, it's not the same. And once again, I'm not hating on the people that do the, the Zoom shows. I've actually had a lot of fun doing them and I've actually come up with some new material. I just did a Zoom show Friday night and um I agreed to it like two weeks ago and uh I do this with everything that I agree to like leading up to it I'm like oh maybe I should just cancel maybe I shouldn't do it you know like I don't have my jokes aren't good enough like you know I'm gonna bomb this is gonna be stupid and then I ended up doing it and I really had a good time and uh you know, everybody was super nice, and a lot of the comedians were super funny. I think people have finally gotten the hang of the Zoom comedy show because it, like, actually sounded good. And, um, you know, I was actually really happy that I did it. And now I have a little bit of new material just because people laughed and 
reacted to some of my jokes. So, you know, there you go. Essentially, what I'm trying to say is uh, I'm starting to get my mojo back, which has been something that's been, I feel like it's been gone. It's come back in little waves, you know, like going to Alabama and doing that comedy show and just living free for a little while. I, I mean, I felt so much better while I was there. But then you come back home and it's just like <sighs> the whole time, you know. But we'll see. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, things will get better. And they have been getting better, you know. And I appreciate you guys for checking on me. I've had people reach out to me and just to see how I was doing. And uh, I definitely appreciate it. Just know that, you know, things are going good. You know, trying to get in a little bit better shape, trying to catch me a tan. And, uh, you know, once again, I appreciate you guys listening. And I'll see you guys soon. Y'all take care.